Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Sunbury Motors, North 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. I think he'd be the first to tell you he had a lot to work with. <laughs> that would be Jeff Byers. Safe to say, Jeff, you had a lot to work with? Well, I'm telling you, a whole lot to work with. Just uh, truly a remarkable team, and, and the program just uh, keeps uh building upon its success, and it, it really was just uh, a truly remarkable weekend in Detroit. This is how I phrased it uh, yesterday, Jeff. I said, everybody's going all these platitudes and so forth. I said, back in the 2000s, Russ Rose had won four consecutive national championships and ended up, you know, it was all said and done, winning seven. Yep. And I said, they're not just the best women's volleyball program in the country. They're the best program, period, in intercollegiate athletics. I said, now, today, you can you can say that, and have been able to say that, uh, Penn State Wrestling for years. They're not just the best wrestling program in the country. They're the best intercollegiate athletics program, period, in the country. Is that fair? Yeah, I mean, I, I think just, the, just based on the numbers, yes. And I think, you know... It, it's interesting when you go back through the years in wrestling. I mean, that there was, you know, Oklahoma State has had a couple of runs of complete dominance. Uh, Iowa obviously had uh, its huge run in, in the uh, 80s, in, in particular under Gable. Um, and, you know, I, I would put this uh, dynasty by Penn State right up there with the, the best of the, the Gable years and the best of the, the two most significant Oklahoma State runs in terms of just overall uh, performance. What, what has happened here, <laughs> and it was funny, Steve, because there were a lot of people saying after that 2014 uh, season that, uh, you know, okay, now Penn State's going to come back to Earth uh, and we'll see see what happens from the, here on out. Well, <laughs> after, you know, Ohio State won it in tw- 2015, five of the last six tournaments now, Penn State has had five wrestlers in the finals. It is rare to have a team in a decade get five to the finals. Penn State's done it five times in the last six tournaments. And the year that they didn't, they went four for four in the yeah. NCAA finals. I mean, it's it, these are, uh, I mean, it's just silly, the numbers that Penn State's putting up right now. It is, and I believe they've won a minimum of nine consecutive finals, and I think 18 of their last 21. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, actually, I think it's eleven straight. Finals. Eleven straight. Okay, because it would go yeah. back. I didn't but, know because I knew they would won four last year. Five. I didn't, you know, thinking about yeah. the, uh, if they won the last two that they so, were in the last time. You know, they did. Yep, in in twenty nineteen. So yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> again when when you look at the uh, the overall numbers are obviously impressive, but when you start looking at what Penn State has been doing in the semifinals and the finals. Uh, against obviously at that point the very best of the best. It is, uh, you know, obviously a tremendous credit to the individuals involved, but, uh, you know, there's no question that Kale Sanderson and Cody Sanderson and Casey Cunningham have uh, just a, a really good formula working right now for how to get these guys to, to perform at their best in the NCAA championships. When you are in that position, and I'm looking at this at a football and, and men's basketball point of view uh, for the moment. People will look at not the head coach, but they'll look at the assistants 
and they're the ones that are going to get the offers to be hired someplace else. Yep. Yeah. And let's take Arizona, for example. They went to Gonzaga. They got Tommy Lloyd. Okay, so that we'll right. use that as a prime example. Okay. What has the stability of the staff meant to the continued results? Uh, to me, Steve, I, I really think it, it has been everything. Um, you know, and that's not to say that there's no way Kale Sanderson would be successful without the, those two. But uh, the way that the, the degree of trust that they have in each other and the different roles that they accept and excel at within that, the coaching framework, um, and all three of them are, uh, and you know, I would certainly throw Jimmy Kennedy in the mix, and, and before that, Jake Barner and Aaron Onspach. Before that, I mean, that, the the volunteer assistant has been right in the mix as well, and I do think Jimmy Kennedy has given some uh, kind of fresh enthusiasm to that that coaching staff. But what they each do is is really sit down after each season and evaluate. I think very critically. Uh, where they are and what they want to continue to work on as coaches, and then also taking a look at the overall picture with the uh, the team. And you know, it's it's one of the things that uh, you know all of the great coaches obviously have that is there's not that satisfaction like Cal uh, Sanderson wasn't coming home saying ah, all right, man, that's that's the way we do it. He was saying all right, how do we figure out how next year we get not just five in the finals, maybe six, maybe seven in the finals. How do we get uh, 10 All-Americans instead of uh, only, and I use only in air quotes, six. Uh, but that's, I mean, that is the the mindset is, is that they're just consistently looking ahead, trying to figure out ways to improve and, you know, and how to help the, the kids on the team get better. And, and you know, it, even the kids themselves, uh, Steve, I, you know, again, what uh, – to win a national championship is obviously a big deal and very hard, but as anybody in any sport will tell you, repeating as champion uh, is more difficult because everybody's gunning for you. Everybody's looking at the uh, all of the tape. Uh, you know, I was talking at our uh, at the NCAA social after the, uh, the the finals. What the four guys who repeated as champions did this year is. Um, and I know a lot of people just kind of take it for granted. Oh, okay, they won. Of course, they're going to win again. No. You've got to understand the caliber of coaches that are out there. When you look at the Michigan coaches and the Iowa coaches and Arizona State, all of these coaching staffs, I mean, they are great coaches, and they have great kids uh, that are willing to learn and athletic and all of that, and they're all gunning for you. When you can prevail in a year like this where you had, you know, all of the six-year, seven-year kids, uh, coming back—that yeah. <laughs> uh, is really yeah. special stuff. Yeah. No. And look, Aaron Brooks beat Miles Amin. Yeah. Uh, uh, how about Carter Storacci? Those are two champions head to head. No I mean, question. It's hard to repeat. It's just yeah. hard to do it. I mean, you've got to be really good, or somehow, some way, on the day you're not at your best, figure out a way to win. And I think everyone yep. just assumes they're already at their best. They're not. No, and and that's the thing. And and you know when you look, Steve, not not just at this year's team, but what Cal and and the program has 
uh, been doing since 2011. I, and I know Cal preaches it all the time, but a lot of coaches preach it. Uh, <laughs> but to, to be as consistent as this program and these teams have been and the in, individuals within it, because uh, you're right, there are days, you know, it's just like any of us. So you, you go to work and you're prepared and you have everything in order and it just is a crappy day for whatever reason it just doesn't uh, go your way uh and it it feels like uh things are, are kind of uh can be overwhelming and, and we all have those days uh but when you look at again at, at what a nick lee has done and and again you go back over the years all of the names that uh, that you know with penn state wrestling here under kale it, it's that consistency it's not just that they're peaking in in march it's that they are day in and day out uh performing at, at a very high level regardless of what all is going on in their lives and like everybody else they're all having you know different issues that they're facing whether it's relationships grades, <laughs> yes. family i mean yep. it's everything else and to to be able to put that aside and just dial in on what it is that you're trying to accomplish um Again, it, it's a, it takes a special kind of focus, and it's, uh, it is, there's a reason that it isn't done very often. Uh, it is really hard uh, to, to be that consistent and that successful uh, for that long. And, uh, I, again, I've, just, I've never seen anybody approach the sport of wrestling the way Cal and, uh, and Cody and Casey do, and obviously I've never seen uh, anything close to the oh. level of consistent success. Exactly. Kale has his... Uh, I tell people over and over again, uh, you, you you have no idea how easy and how great it is to talk to Kale and to listen to him. Uh, every conversation I have with him, I walk away, I feel I, I know a lot more about something, and at the same time, it's just done in just a very down-to-earth style. Yeah. All right. Is that? I mean, I think you probably you have much more contact with them than I do, but that's how I walk away every time. Yeah. And uh, there's also a, a tone that I think he sets, and here's the tone I think he sets. You're competitive. He gets the best out of you, but it's not quote life or death. Uh, and I feel like, and this is from thirty thousand feet. I feel like the Brands Brothers are so intense, I feel like Iowa wrestles tight. That's from 30,000 feet. Okay? From 5,000 feet, what's your view of that? Yeah, I think that's a big part of it, Steve, is, is I do think there's uh, there's a perspective here uh, that, uh, and again, others may, may preach it, but these kids really buy into, listen, we're going to work our tail off, we're going to have fun. I mean, I, you know, we're as much fun as you can have while working your tail off. But, I mean, they do. They, they enjoy the sport. They love the grind. They love the uh, competitive uh, fire that the, the sport brings. But they also do understand that there's a lot of other things to life. And, um, you know, as Cal pretty consistently says, I mean, this is important because of all the time and work that they're putting in. But at the end of the day, it is a sport. And whether you win, lose, you know, everything goes exactly the way you want. Nothing goes the way you want. You're going to go on and, and have all kinds of other experiences in life. Uh, and hopefully this sport and, and the lessons that you learn from it uh, helps you in that. And I do think these kids, you know, I know uh, 
some of the other programs, uh, I think, have some fun uh, kind of poking fun at Penn State. It's like, oh, yeah, you're having fun. That's because that's you're winning. Well, I would argue that they're winning because they're having fun, that they really are looking at it as an opportunity. Uh, and when when they go to the Nationals, it, it's, yeah, hey, man, we only get four uh, well, these days maybe some of them are getting five opportunities, but usually right. you get four opportunities to compete in this tournament. Right. Why not go out and, and have fun and, and let the chips fall where they may? Again, it's it's not the end of the world. And I do think the pressure, uh, not just in Iowa, but with some other coaches, uh, you know, is maybe a bit much. And I also think Penn State does a really good job at taking a look at the best approach for each wrestler physically, you know, I, the, the injuries that Iowa has, listen, part of that is bad luck. And you know, no Penn doubt. State has had some injuries over the years, no doubt. but Penn State has not had as many injuries as a lot of these other programs. And I would argue it's largely because they understand the need for recovery uh, during the course of a week, yes. during the course of a season, during the course of a year. And it's not just, hey, we're going to grind, grind, grind. And if you don't do well, then we're just going to run extra laps. No, if, if you didn't do well, it may very well be because you're a little fatigued. Let's take a look at maybe pulling back here for a couple of days, getting your legs back onto you. Um, you know, and the psychology part of it is a big deal. Uh, and I, I do think, uh, you know, Penn State does an unbelievable job of getting these guys uh, to, again, go in with the idea that, yeah, this is an opportunity. It's not uh, not something life or death or any kind of real pressure. It's just, hey, we can go out and perform, test ourselves against the best in the country, and have some fun with it. And how important, finally, how important has it been with that philosophy to say, hey, every once in a while, pull back. Every once in a while, give yourself a little bit of a break. Okay, now let's get back to work, and now we'll work, work, work. And then you talk about the injury element uh, to it as well. What has been the remarkable ability? How much, how much important a role has that played in the remarkable ability to have them peak at the right weekend? Yeah, it's huge, Steve. And every year, I think these guys um, look at least as fresh as, as any team out there. Yeah. And again, I think it's, I really do think it goes back to the way. Uh, they train and, and they taper down, and again, they, they go hard. Obviously, it's a physical sport. Uh, nobody gets out of it, uh, you know, just like an NFL season. You're not getting to the end of the season feeling uh, 100% and uh, no aches or pains anywhere. But uh, I think Penn State, uh, you know, overwhelmingly, uh, their kids feel fresh. Uh, they look good, and they're they're just in a really good place mentally and physically uh, each year at the Nationals. And, and to be honest with you, it starts, Steve, with this week, uh, looking ahead toward next yes, year's Nationals. Yes, it does. Yep. You know, th- those guys, the, the returning champions, they're, they're not taking a week off here. <laughs> they're going back in and they're practicing this week. Uh, and they're, they're, you know, it's it started Monday. Uh, and they're working on little things. And, hey, this is uh, something we, we think Man, you could take to another level next year, uh, and these kids are buying into it. It's it, you know they're not. Uh, Aaron Brooks isn't sitting around saying, "Man, look at me, two-time national champ." <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, hot stuff. He, he's 
he's saying, "Hey, <laughs> what can I work on? Let's uh, let's see if we can yeah. improve some little things here, widen the gap going into next year." And obviously, a lot of these guys are also getting ready now for uh, freestyle experiences right. here in the spring right. and summer too. I think as Bill Belichick would say, "On to Tulsa." So <laughs> yeah, no, and that is it's. it's uh, <laughs> I mean it. It really is. It's a workmanlike uh, mentality, and, and all of the kids that are, are back next year are in the room this week and uh, and just going about the, the daily routine of, hey, let's get a little bit better. Again, we'll have some fun. They'll do the dodgeball and all that stuff uh, before practice, and then it's uh, dialing in and start uh, working on areas where we can improve and, and try to make ourselves better for next season. Well, they couldn't ask for anybody better to chronicle it. Uh, congratulations to you on another great uh, Hall of Fame level tournament by you. Yeah, it was a, a super fun tournament, not just from Penn State's perspective. Obviously, uh, that was enjoyable, but I, I really thought this tournament, uh, with all of the different guys as we had talked about, Steve, with yeah. the, the COVID extra years and stuff, had a chance to be something special. And you know, you look at all of the upsets through the well throughout the tournament, but those first couple of rounds in particular, it was just it was a really exciting, fun tournament to cover. Yeah, well, to be honest with you, that's what I've said about basketball. Why is basketball the way it is this year with all the the different quote quote upsets? Yeah. It's older. Yeah, it's older. There's only one team that's one and done. That's Duke. Yeah. So same thing in wrestling. Hey, awesome work, Jeff. Always enjoy our talks, my friend. Thank you. Likewise. Thank you very much, Steve.